Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Dr. Bogosh, can I just ask you out of the gate first uh, on, on this issue of the Pfizer uh, vaccine delivery to Canada, the delay. Do you have any sense of what the impact will be on the rollout to, and you're, you're working in Ontario, but do you have any sense what the impact will be on the rollout? Yeah, I think in the short term, it's going to slow things down. And I think what's going to, what you're going to see from coast to coast is the provinces really focusing the limited resources on the highest of high priority settings. And they just likely won't be able to expand as quickly as they would like to. Having said that, um, based on, I mean, we can only go based on what the company says, but it sounds like by the end of the first quarter, they'll be able to make up for the delay in shipments that they're, that we're going to see now over January. So, you know, it might slow things down temporarily, but I don't think it detracts from the medium term and long term goals. One question that I've heard is, what happens to the people who've received their first vaccination and they're supposed to get the second one? What is it, 21 or 28 days later? Will it impact them? Yeah, so I can speak for Ontario. I'm not entirely sure what the other provinces are doing, but in Ontario, basically, we're saying that if you are in a long-term care facility, you're going to get that dose at 21 days, full stop. If you are not in a long-term care facility, for example, a healthcare provider, we're going to stick with the Health Canada and WHO mandate saying the second everyone's going to get that second dose we'll do everything we can to get you that second dose as soon as possible to adhere to that 21 day deadline but if there's a bit of wiggle room there and if it's a few weeks late so be it but we're not going to push it past the 42 day deadline but of course that's not a goal to get the 42 days that's the latest it can be is that 42 days and and based on scientific data and, and extrapolation, I think, from the scientific evidence, I think that's, I think it's fine. Uh, the variants, uh, the COVID variants, we have the one from the UK, another one from South Africa, and now one from Brazil. How much of a real game changer are these three variants? Important to keep an eye on, important to take it seriously, important to keep it in perspective, important to do surveillance, uh, important to tighten up the borders, which they've done with a few, uh, some policy, but also... You know, there was someone who said it way better than I could have. Basically, we don't need to keep doing what we're doing. We just need to do what we're doing better. Meaning, at the individual level, you're still going to put on a mask. You're still going to physically distance. You're still going to wash your hands. You're still going to avoid those close, crowded, confined settings. And uh, and life goes on. Uh, what demos should first, and I'm asking you questions that I've been uh, fed by my listeners over the last period couple of weeks particularly, what demos should they expect to be vaccinated and when? One more time, which, what? Demo? What demographics? Oh, got it. Pardon me. I'm a little slow today. Uh, yeah, so uh, basically people are adhering, the provinces are generally adhering to the guidelines that, that are set at the national level. Um, it looks like by the end of March, most of the very high priority populations should be vaccinated. So those who work and live in long-term care, most patient-facing frontline health care providers should be vaccinated. Um, we know Indigenous communities are being vaccinated right now as well. 
and then at least we should start to, for back, lack of a better word, encroach on older populations in, who are living in the community outside of long-term care homes uh, by, by the tail end of March. And then it sounds like the taps really are turning on at around April when we're going to get access to tons and tons of vaccines. Watch the programs expand massively in the spring. Uh, and then I think we're going to really see things ramp up then. Okay, one question that I see repeatedly is this one. Who decides what vaccine will be administered to any given patient? Well, I mean, no, uh, at the end of the day, we, you know, we only have access to two vaccines, and, and basically logistics determine that. One is a more mobile vaccine. That's the Moderna one. So that's being uh, used more, mostly in long-term care facilities in remote Indigenous communities. Uh, and then the other one's the Pfizer vaccine, which is still mobile. It's just not as mobile. Those are usually plunked down in a center where people come to the vaccine. Um, you know, we don't really have a lot of choice in the matter, but I would imagine if we fast forward to the summer or even to the early fall when there's perhaps a couple of other vaccines that are approved and available in Canada, who knows what's going to happen, but, you know, we may have three or even four vaccines that we're using. Maybe there'll be an, a choice at that point if we have uh, tremendous access to vaccines, but otherwise I, I don't think we're going to have much of a choice. It's sort of that old kindergarten saying that my kids had, you get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> what? Uh, how well are we doing as far as dealing with COVID is concerned? We've got 10 months now. And uh, in the province of Ontario, there is the stay-at-home order. In Quebec, there's the curfew. Various other provinces have various other approaches. Are, are we doing everything that we that we can reasonably, keeping in mind that people are just fatigued with being told what to do? Roy, that is so not a fair question. Like, we need an hour to answer that one. But I think the short form is, it's rough. It's clearly a tough January. There's a lot that we could have done better. There's a lot that still went well, but room for improvement on things, I would say, at the federal level, at the provincial level, at the municipal level, at the individual level. And I hope we have plenty of time to discuss all of those. But uh, I think if you sort of take a step back and look at where we're at right this second, uh, you know, curves are flattening and actually going down in B.C. and Alberta. Saskatchewan's uh, seeing a surge. Manitoba's looking okay. The, Marit- the eastern provinces are doing okay. There's glimmers of hope in Quebec and Ontario. It's too soon to pat anyone on the back. It's too soon to celebrate and get excited. But, like, yeah, things are actually starting to turn the corner in many parts of the country. But too What are we looking for? What are you looking for? What's going to tell you that we've accomplished something? Number one, I want to see a, a reduction in death because I want to see everyone in long-term care vaccinated as quickly as possible. That accounts for 70 to 80% of the deaths in the country. We should be blitzing through long-term care and vaccinating everyone. That should be priority one, two, and three. So I want to see the first reduction in death. Next thing I wanted to see is sustained reduction, uh, reduction in pressure off of the acute care system as we vaccinate other higher impacted groups. Uh, such that we relieve the pressure from the healthcare system. And thirdly, I want to see a sustained reduction in cases. And we're going to see that as two things happen simultaneously. Number one, as vaccine programs start to roll out in the spring through the late winter and early spring. And number two, believe it or not, the weather is going to work in our favor. Whoever thought we'd say that in Canada. But as we exit winter and enter spring, there's just on a mass scale, fewer contacts with people in indoor settings. You magnify that to 38 million people, that will significantly help reduce COVID cases in the country in addition to vaccine programs rolling out. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.